Verbal Assault. Um, it is Friday, and we are talking about the Friday Night Massacre. Yes. Yeah. No I see James is psyched up. Speaking of which, we have James Smith here one more time. We also have Mr. Brian Parker holding Yo. down the corner Yo. in his deep voice. And we also have, of all people, Mr. John Shavoni, our senior producer, who is sitting in today. What's up, boo? What's up? chilling and finally my favorite professor no actually you're like one of five professors i i favor but you, as of right now you're my favorite professor in this room mr kirk adair how oh. are you darling fine thank you for the five well you're in the top three or the high five yeah the <laughs> high, there you go high five three out of five never you get you to the location without you getting lost you'd be the top <laughs> right <laughs> all you gotta do is just deter four of the professors and it's like yeah that's right. Take them out. Cool. There you go. Speaking <laughs> of the American way. Speak, <laughs> speak, <laughs> speaking of take Don't things getting taken oh, out. Speaking of taking things out. All right. So, Mr. Donald Trump, 45, whatever you want to call him today. He, I call him Mr. President. I know you do, dear, but I call him something different. But I call him a Cheeto. I call him the blob with the funky hair, but whatever. No, he's all chemically mass-produced. Come on. He's a Cheeto. <laughs> he's the Cheeto Even you gotta, you got to admit that, though. Let me just get this sentence I have to? out. Yeah, that he's all no. chemically produced. Come Gentlemen. on. The hair's not real. That skin's not real. Gentlemen. We're all a bag of chemicals. We're all a bag of chemicals. Truthing. Okay, good. You see, we actually got an agreement. We're can starting well. This, can I say this It's how much you spend out? on your chemicals. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where Jody's going to take over the show. I Come hope. On, okay. Yeah. Brian, help. Yeah. Okay. You got to be the dad here. Come All on. right. I got you. Okay, cool. So, he, so, um, so, you know, Trump got acquitted. I guess we could all, mm. you know, yeah. You guess. <laughs> I guess he got mm. acquitted. And, you know, to, he decided to clean a little house. And with that, he's take he took out the Vinman brothers, mm -hmm. Alexander, um, who had, Testified against him in front of the in front of the house. House, mm -hmm. and he took out his brother for good measure, mm -hmm. and like he him. also took out Sondheim, who had dropped the balls of all balls. He was the one that said it is a quid pro quo, and everybody knew about it. And he kicked him out too, mm -hmm. even though he did give you a million dollars towards your campaign. And he's also flushing out a few other people. Now, so now that we know that. Was he justified in doing that? Hell yeah. Really, James? Yes, now, yes it was. I mean, you're so quiet over there. Please, explain <laughs> Elaborate. <your> Elaborate <laughs> on that. Okay. Um, I go into loving Donald Trump and supporting Donald Trump knowing full well who he is. Okay, but he doesn't like you, but okay. How do you know that? I just know. I don't know that as much as I know about those women. Well, he is looking for a new African-American. <laughs> I don't think he's done with the old ones yet. He's got plenty lined up. He doesn't need little yeah, me. But, but, not to digress, you don't want anybody disloyal <laughs> at your table. I know who Donald Trump is. 
He's, he grew up in a city which is run by mobsters and crooked politicians. So he's going to sit around exactly like any mob movie you watch or any Godfather movie you watch, or preferably like um, at the Untouchables, where you're surrounding the table and you want to keep people around here who are your most loyal followers, who are ardent to your cause. To or your, like, like New a, Jack City. I think that's an even better example. Thanks. There you go. I, I love, love that. that scene in that movie. And yes, that's exactly it. Would you want disloyal people at your table? Would I don't you want, want people that malign your uh, vision and what you want to do? I don't think so. I like people with a moral compass, and if that means you have to go up against me, so be it. But that's me. What if my moral compass um, constituted the very real fact that a lot of people actually accept the fact that women should be regarded as property? Oh, Women yeah. should be property. I could go uh, to India where that's accepted. Mm -hmm. I can go to China where that's very much a thing. I can argue because that's my moral compass from where I come from in my culture. Now, would you want somebody on your team if you wanted to transform the rights of women in the workplace? Somebody, just because I have a different voice and I have a different opinion because you want to keep everything fair and balanced and all that other stuff, that somebody that actually thinks that way. No, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. I, I, everybody that works in government understands that you you serve at the pleasure of the president. That is true. However, you can't just have people around you that share the same opinion and view as you. What makes you stronger as a leader is when you have people that do not always agree with you that will have the courage to be able to tell you the truth. Now, the thing about Vin Vindman is, is that all he simply did was he honored a legal subpoena. subpoena. Yeah. It wasn't like he was flagging down Adam Shift and said, <laughs> hey, Adam, come get me, dog. Let, let me uh, come in front of y'all and, and do all of this. That had to be very uncomfortable for him because he already understood what he was exposing himself and his family to by doing that. But he felt that it was his obligation to do that. He was honoring a subpoena. So, he, not was, a, so he exposed himself to being told, go back home. Right. Like he so so that's Marsha Blackburn, though. but that's acceptable though. What do you mean? Oh, uh, all the stuff on Twitter about why sh from Trump supporters why shouldn't Vindman go home if he's Mar like Marsha Blackburn leave. from Tennessee. Well, I yeah. don't I don't hold Donald Trump responsible for the utterances of his supporters no more than I would hold Bernie Sanders responsible for the problem. And that's the problem. Oh, that's well, that's a big problem. Just let everybody know I'm getting yeah. a finger pointed at me that there's some sort of problem. Oh, I'll point <laughs> four, five, or ten <laughs> fingers. I'm happy I'll point you, ten I'm fingers and toes at a butthole. I don't yes. care. Yes. I'm happy you can count there. But hey, the thing is, is that I don't think Donald Trump should be held responsible for what his supporters say. No more than Bernie Sanders should be held responsible for what his supporters say. And I don't think Hillary Clinton should be held responsible for the shady stuff her supporters say. I think they're responsible for what they say. Should they? And, should they disavow it though? disavow what if they say stuff that they know is not above board should they at least you can't make people say what they say but can you sit there and say oh, hey guys publicly disavow it you know like when the lady sat there and called barack obama an arab and john mccain said no, no. ma'am or when just, that he's just a gentleman i have disagreements with or when that Ber or 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 should bernie sanders out since i'll just throw all uh, right talking bernie sanders supporters talk about they're going to burn down the city of milwaukee if they lose the dnc right is that right. cool I don't think any of this stuff is cool. And yet, for the red meat of the moral people out there that need to consume these apologies, these disavowments, that somehow or another I must verbally assure you of where I 
fall ideologically with to make you feel comfortable. I think that's yes, part. Yes, that's the I entire that, idea of me voting for somebody. <laughs> I actually True. I vote for somebody because of what I think they're going to accomplish, not how they make me feel. I vote for somebody because of the things what that they, they actually get you, done. They make you feel like they could accomplish things, though. So you are voting based on how you feel. Touche. You have no. You had no proof that Donald Trump was going to accomplish anything in politics. You had no track record. I the only track record I have of Donald Trump is his amazing history in New York City. I remember. Yes, I amazing through, history. Getting Macaulay Culkin billions and billions of dollars. Um, but Woolman Rink dressing. does. When Mayor Koch, I remember Woolman Rink. I remember being next to the Brambles. You couldn't walk in that park, part of Central Park. And it was like a year and a half of Donald, not Donald Trump, Mayor Koch and Ruth Messenger arguing and bickering. This guy said, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to get it done. I look at that, and that's still a, that's still a thing that's taught, taught in the Wharton School of Business to this day. So to answer your question, my vote for Donald Trump was based on that. Now, is this guy... He got like, an ice skating ring up and running. He got Yay. something. He got a public project that the public itself was not doing the How right job. How much is it to get into woman rink, though? I don't know. Do you know? $15. So it's actually a profitable endeavor, generating income, and not a hole in Central Park, which it was under Mayor Koch. That, to me, uh. is a winner right then and there. And how long ago was that? <laughs> I think it was just before. Before or after the dementia My set parents in. were <laughs> just fresh off the plane. Hmm? We're talking about the 80s. Yeah. Then we can talk about him actually building Trump Tower. Then we can actually talk. A monstrosity that cast a horrible little shadow, but okay. Um, actually, that monstrosity was the first high-rise project in American history in New York that was headed by a woman. Donald Trump insisted that a woman actually do that. And also, when Trump Tower was actually built, Barbara Cochran, who's on the um, Shark Tank or whatever it is, she says she does not like Donald Trump, but she says she will stay eternally grateful because nobody in New York at that time would let a woman rent condos or sell them how nobody is it? how many stories is it because you know they, i don't know yeah because they keep because while while the buildings department has one number trump touts the other number mm. but why don't we actually talk about the fact that he actually had the first woman who headed this project oh this great this town, we were talking about this town hold full on of great. okay great and fine and dandy however you know so this, this is also the same man who owned how many beauty pageants and to actually embarrass and humiliate one of them, he had like a bunch of reporters go to her workout and say, "Well, you know, she's gained about." I'm gonna stop pounds. this for like three seconds because this is what, and and I notice people on your side of the political spectrum always seem to do this. This is the classic bait and switch from we're talking about the Friday Night <laughs> Massacre, and then all of a sudden we're talking about Donald Trump in the 1980s I'm hiring a woman. I'm following the conversation. To, you're okay. suggesting duplicity so, on my part. I'm not being right. duplicit. I'm not saying you're being let's duplicit. I'm saying. saying you switched the topic. That, well, I didn't switch the topic. I don't remember switching the topic. I'm more than willing to talk about exactly what was happening. Well, then Friday let's Night cool. Massacre. So let's talk about the Friday Night Massacre. But to, so to, let's, to characterize let's... it as a bait and switch, as if I'm selling electronics okay. on 51st Street and Broadway. Gentlemen. No, I'm not doing that. Okay. 53rd and Broadway. I'm, it, there you go. Yeah, that's, the, that's where <laughs> Trump said he was going to shoot somebody and still get all the votes, right? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> he could yeah. shoot somebody in the street, yeah, but... Hey, doesn't Let's that stick to the topic. You. Wait, why don't we stick Gentlemen. to the topic? There you go. Gentlemen. There you go. I want to bring you Simmer, back in here. Simmer. Yes. Yeah. Simmer, Thank you so much for your help. Democratic deck, projections. Yo. Simmer Ladies down. Simmer down, children. Simmer down. <laughs> God. Don't you feel like this is romper room, Joni? Yes. Coco Chanel was right. Men are yeah. like children. 
Don't toss me in with that one. Okay, so anyway. And I want my OJ and my blank year. I'm going to get very cranky in a few. Shut up. Notice you're the one leading into that. So anyways. Yes. All right, so basically back to this Friday night massacre thing. Now, um, these people, especially Mr. Sondheim, let's, let's focus on him for a minute. This was a man who donated $1 million, to $1 million towards Trump's candidacy in 2016. The musical guy, Stephen Sondheim? What's his Sondlin. name? Sondland. Sondland. Oh, okay. Sondland. Ambassador I, I, I thought Sondland. You, I thought you were making fun of his name, uh, but oh, yes. Gordon say, Sondland. Yeah. Gordon Passion. Sondland. Passion was a great play. Sondheim yeah. was amazing. He, he donated a million to this. Uh, in I, can I just say this? I'm can I just say one thing? I'm glad that these people are out of government anyway because they happen to Even support- Even no, not him. But okay. uh, ones that have donated millions of dollars to the Trump campaign, John Bolton, all these people that that establishment Democrats so, seem to want to say are honest and good now are still the same lying pieces of garbage that we all thought they were when they were in the Trump administration. Absolutely. It just means that they and Trump are now different sets of lying pieces of garbage fighting with each other. So that doesn't necessarily change okay. the classification of lying piece of garbage. Okay, so what I wanted to get to was this <clears throat> is a man who donated a million dollars towards his campaign. Mm -hmm. This was a man who stuck by him, right, wrong, or bad. This was also a man who is just who is e who is just like Trump in so many ways. Straight talker, right. said the truth, you know, let it let the balls hang out and everything, and. He, like this is a guy that's just like Trump with with royalty with loyalty and all that other great stuff, but yet he got flushed down the pipes with the rest of them. Mm -hmm. What up with that, Kirk? Well, he donated. The only reason that he got a the only reason he was made an ambassador. You like my money, but you don't like. Well, no. The only reason he was made an ambassador is one of the great uh, deficiencies of the American Foreign Service. You have, you have. Um, officers in the Foreign Service who are career officers, and then right at the top, you have some slime ball that it doesn't matter whether it's a Republican or Democrat or Correct. independent, who's donated a certain amount of money to somebody's campaign, uh, and then they get an ambassadorship um, to another country, where, that, where in many ways uh, that in itself is a security breach, because when you've been given an ambassadorship, you have the access to everything. Uh, all you have to do is be, you know, okayed by the Senate. And the trouble is that the Senate are total, all of them on both sides mm -hmm. are totally and, corruptible. And Correct. the irony is that Trump, they're for sale. Amen, Trump didn't even want to have ambassadors. There are still plenty of ambassadorships that are widely available. I'm not understanding what the beef is. He fired this guy because he gave him money, and you're saying that he should have been no, loyal he, to the guy because he gave him money? Well, no, be, no. They, but Sondland, by law, as an ambassador, was required to tell the truth, or he would be indicted under uh, federal laws right. for complicity and for um, the— illegalities that he was responsible for assisting. All he did was just tell the truth. Well, no, actually he didn't. Well, no, because first of all, he lied, yep. and then he told the he, truth when they realized. He remembered. That he, quote, remembered <laughs> when oh, he realized. I quote from President Trump in reference to him being asked about why he uh, intentionally fired Colonel Vindeman. Um, 
and talking about his reputation. He says, actually, I don't know him, never spoke to him or met him, I don't believe, but he was very insubordinate, reported contents of my perfect calls incorrectly, and was given a horrendous report by his superior, the man he reported to, who publicly stated that Vindemann had problems with judgment adhering to the chain of command and leaking information, in other words, out, he Mr. Loved, Trump wrote. He loves to Mariah Carey anything. I don't know him. There's but a what's, picture. I, I'm still not seeing what's the point. What's wrong with that? Well, you have people that are required by law to listen to these conversations to make sure that it is not a breach of law. Mm-hmm. And Trump is guilty of a breach of law. The what only law? The, the only reason he was acquitted is because it was a bribe. Because Mitch McConnell controls the Senate. McConnell should be out. The man is totally corrupt. He should be out. Still and waiting to hear what law. The, you are not allowed to... Ask a foreign, ask a foreign country, country to aid you for your own political gain. That oh, is not so allowed. That, so if I look under the um, statute, I would actually see that. You see it says that? You're yes. not allowed to ask a foreign guy to. You do are something? not allowed. It's part of the emoluments. It's one of the situations in the emoluments clause. You so, are not allowed as a for a prid quo quo. You cannot do anything that will assist you. In that, and he's done nothing of value. Of value, and he has done nothing but that since the minute he went to office. So, if a president said, "Hey, um, this particular country, I want to send you a pallet of a hundred million dollars in cash, but I need you to do this one particular act," would that be under the same law? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, why didn't anybody bring a Barack Obama to bear about that? How about how about when? uh, let's say another guy says, hey, before I give you a billion dollars, I want you to fire this guy. I want you to fire that guy for whatever reason it is. But I'm not giving you that billion dollars. Do you think that's moral? Mm-hmm. Do you think that's right? Well, it depends. If it's mm-hmm. to enhance his own political campaign, yes. If it's because the world organizations got together and said, this guy is not prosecuting corruption, if you want our support, you're going to have to change the way that you do things, absolutely. Because you're not very much like quid quo pro. It is. I'm going to say, and and and, and they've so never and they've the, and, and they've and they've there? never said that quid pro quo was a crime. What they said is, is that when you use it to enhance your own political situation, when you use then it for personal gain, gain and for Correct. your political that right. is so personal gain. It is not yeah. national. We've always gain. used quid pro it's, quos in, in our government. It's not national gain. It's not for the American it, people. It's for him personally. Yeah. So what's the national gain to get the Ukraine to fire a prosecutor that actually publicly said that he was going to go after the guy's son? What's the national gain of investigating Biden's son? by exploring where the corruption possibly came from or the impetus of this entire fallacious impeachment. Because I've yet to hear what the real <coughs> crime is. And if you read well, the, the real act, cri- the you- real crime that they didn't bother to bring up is his complete and total emoluments clause violations from the minute he was put into office. Now, that one I'm going to agree with you with. Because the thing is, if the Democrats had half the intelligence that their hubris actually balances out for them, they would have gone after him for the emoluments clause because there were clear examples of that. By interpreting his intention in a transcript, um, in a phone call, that's almost like grasping at fantasiful straws. Okay, I'm going to interject And it's a waste of time. Here. I'm going to interject here. The House did. They, they 
costly tried to get documentation to prove it. They tried to get the actual phone call from beginning to end. They tried to get the actual transcript. Every time they got very close to a piece of evidence that could prove it lock, stock, and barrel, they were stonewalled. Right. And if the call was that good, we don't have the actual call. And the call and the transcript that we did have was locked away in some secret server that you don't put anything on. That's another thing. Everything, if you're doing stuff above the board, you don't spend so much time trying to hide it. Why would I hide a secret file? If it was that great, put it out. This is predicated on the fact that there's some sort of secret transcript that we're not privy to. I do know that for a fact that every single phone call that exits the White House or wherever is recorded. We've learned that underneath Nixon. So I think, well... Definitely. No, it is. They're all. Well, actually, and double da is where does the House Intelligence Committee, who's in charge of that? Oh, it would be the guy behind the impeachment. And so if the House Intelligence Committee actually subpoenaed the people who were the custodians of those records, which is the GAO, the General Accounting Office, they could have easily gotten them from there. They could have easily done this. See, this is where nuance comes into play. This is where we have to turn the page and go a little bit deeper. This is why I think it's frustrating for for everybody. Who heads up GAO? I don't know that off the top of my head. I think it's supposed to be independent because it's a general accounting office, and they're supposed to be agnostic. Do I think any government agency is fully agnostic? No, I do not. But I do know that they come under the auspices and the governance of this, the House Intelligence Committee. That's the House, not the Senate. Adam Schiff is in charge of the House Intelligence Committee. He, he could have just as easily petitioned and got those by superseding the executive branch, which is why we have checks and balances. But he chose not to do this. Now, you have to ask yourself, why? Because I, what you just said, if you want to go after Trump, go after the emollients. I'll go after the emollients clause. Definitely. There and three things I'm not even going to give away here for free that I've observed that you can easily nail Trump on. And this not just me, it's Tim Pool online as well as I'll give you one. Um every every single time he goes to Mar-a-Lago because every federal government agent, every secret service property. agent has to pay Donald Trump to stay in Trump's resort and he builds to protect out. Trump. Yeah. And he builds it out and he collects it. Same thing Every in Scotland. Ta- hey. Oh, absolutely. Hey. In New Jersey. So, hey, hey. That, they, Don't they, hate the player, dog. Is. Hate the game. And uh, change the, the player, game. And you guys, your side's too weak to change the game. But you here's the game. You That's the first thing the you could really change impeach him on. That is the first thing you could really I impeach him on. I agree with you. But the thing is, you guys don't go after it. Number two. Why? Number two, we did go after. we did go after the other thing that we could impeach him on. Procedure. He did not follow proper procedure when dealing with okay, Congress. Let's talk exactly. About, okay. Every right. single one of your impeachment efforts have failed. Uh-huh. Okay. The ele- because the, the you have a ran- Republican Senate that wouldn't impeach him if you paid them $30 million. Well, they, they are all afraid. Not to. He, he paid. He paid. He bribed them. Because he was it's afraid. It's not about of bribe. It's, be- through, it's less bribe and more fear. Yeah, Let me tell you how that because went down. If, he literally told every— Re- Trump's ire— you earn Trump's ire for life. Look and at what the reaction was to Mitt Romney voting to yeah, remove again, office. His son, 
Donald Trump's son goes on Twitter and says Mitt Romney should be expelled through the GOP mm-hmm. because he's yeah. proven that he's a part of the resistance. Ask yeah. Mark Sanford how it worked. Why is Jeff language Flake, like the work? resistance even being used in the United States of America by anyone even close to the presidential seat look of power? Look at yes, every single person. Look at how every... is that an obscenity? It's an obscenity and a violation. What, are we tr- what is Romney what trying to resist? No. What is Romney trying no, Romney to resist? Romney is just acting with Opposition. the moral compass. That's all he did. He I just... don't even think, by the way, I think Rick Romney is still the same piece of garbage that ran against Obama who is no good, who talks about um, for, who talks about 49% of people and 47. all that other stuff too. And that's the same person. Don't think that I believe Mitt Romney is this great American no. champion. What I'm saying is the guy made a vote that was against his party and now he's being told that he should get out of the party by the son of the president, who really should have nothing to do with any of this. <laughs> oh, please, okay. Janine Pirro. So yeah. all of this pearl clutching oh, and all of this, oh my goodness, I'm so offended, is the it. reason yeah. why <laughs> Democrats lose. It's the reason why. Do you know what we respect in America, if you take a look at it over and over again in our history? We love an underdog. And if there's somebody that everyone's maligning and talking bad crap about, we take a second look at that picture. This is the reason why, of all the wonderful places in Europe, all these other wonderful countries, women's suffrage happen in America. This is why when all these and wonderful countries... Actually, suffrage happened in England before it happened in America. Yeah, England got the... Really? Women yes. had the vote mm-hmm. first. Oh. I stand corrected. It's just the way history plays it out because America is the most powerful country in the world right now. So when things happen in America, they have... It, it, since when it happens in America, it happens around the world. Kind of like in the olden when times did, when Rome was the empire. Yeah. When something well, happened in Rome, it happened in the world. It's the when same Americana influence influences the world. When did right women get the right to vote in England? What, what year? Does 1904. I believe, or 1903. That's like almost 16 years before America. Yes, because Emmeline Pankhurst threw herself under the king's horse at Ascot and was trampled. And with that, it caused, uh, because she was a leading suffragette, and no one would listen to her in Parliament. And when she got trampled, it caused that, that effect. And she, so she simply said, enough with this high society and the fact that lords are blocking this. And she walked directly onto the track and was trampled. Was she killed? Yes. Oh my God. Wow. Hey, first of all, thank. Got... Hey, first of all, thank you. I never knew that. I definitely did not know that, and I want to thank you very much for that. But again, my point that I'm trying to say, or overall point here, is the fact that when every single time it seems when Democrats lose, it's like the electoral college. It's not fair. Oh. Uh, it's like gerrymandering. It's not fair. It this is system not, we have with gerrymandering is not fair. The electoral I've, college is not fair. Um, right. The electoral I, college is a holdover from slavery. It doesn't matter if you if a Democrat's in office or a Republican. If you in win office, by three million votes, problem, you won. It's always been problematic. Forget slavery. Forget even that. Forget even slavery. Why is somebody who live lives in Wyoming's vote? worth like a hundred times more or some i think there's some website that actually works it out via population and electoral vote how much of your it's vote disproportionate. Is worth. yeah, yeah it's that's dis- the it's dis- problem it's this it's disproportionate but if you take a look at the argument on the other side if we actually do just a straight up and down popularity vote new york and california will be picking the president every time that's every why time. you have the senate true? and that's not yeah. even true 
if you unite the middle of the country, and hold on, Donald Trump said it himself, right? Donald Trump said it himself. Math actually math refutes that. If you take a look at mathematically who lives on the West Coast from a population point perspective and who lives on the East Coast versus the center of this country, the center of this country doesn't even make up half of that number. So you're telling me that Republicans don't exist in New York City? I'm not saying they don't exist. I mean, those words never even uttered my lips. Okay, so that, the thing no, is, I understand. Let me that, finish. Let me finish. Why say that? Let me finish. I'll tell you why I'm saying this. Donald Trump said that if the Electoral College didn't exist, he would campaign differently and still win, that that doesn't matter to him, that he would actually support the Electoral College going away in 2016. He actually said that. Well, then you know something? I'm glad that he actually did that. That shows the reason why I chose the right guy, because he's got that level of confidence, because he knows he can come in and conquer. So the thing is, let me ask you something. So then right? what's the problem with the Electoral College then? Going away then? Uh, what's the problem with why can't people it? campaign all around the country? Why did Hillary fail so miserably, knowing the game so intimately and so well? Why because did her husband she, succeed? Because John Podesta told a bus. Because John, hold on, I'll tell succeed. you why she lost. Ready? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you why she lost. Because John Podesta told a bus full of volunteers to turn around when they were going to Michigan to campaign on right. the day of the election. So that sounds like really bad decision making. Yes. So I don't want a bad decision maker in the White House. I get. I don't want. That's fine, and that's I want the winner that Donald Trump is. I love a good decision maker. That's cool for you. But how? But it's, what apparently is it's cool for the rest of the country because they all voted and not these guys three million win. more people who voted for Hillary. Him. Well, hey, if I have to play the game, Hillary won the popular. Like Hillary or, won the popular vote. He just, I'm not disputing that. He is, I am not disputing. He's that. president on technicality. He's not president on a technicality. Yes, yes he is. He's oh, president okay. on a technicality the uh, same way you, that George Bush was president the, on you know a technicality. This is like, this is I actually hold on empires where somebody says, "Hey, I killed more of your soldiers on the field." I said, "But you know what? The objective of the game is for me to capture your cat." So, yeah, you killed a thousand of my soldiers, but guess what? I captured your castle. That's the game. That's how we play. That's the rules. You don't like it, go vote it out, go change it. But please don't cry and whine. We don't like that here. We're not. The well, pre- that's what we're hearing. Trump here. is crying and whining because he's, yeah, he's the, the one Don that Gabon. he, he can't get the past the fact Everything that, he that he's okay. accused Plus, of is a hoax. Everything that's said about him is a lie. Everything that anybody reports he says is hogwash, fake news, lies. What do you think he's, he's going to say? What do you think he's going to say? He's going to say, yeah, he I really did that thing. He could just ignore it. No, he's no. just going to, yeah, he could just ignore why it and go would, about his business. Okay. I mean, Obama why did it for eight years. Why would he take advice from a bunch of people that can't even change the Electoral College or who have actually a steady track record of losing? See, that's well, it's the not, whole it's thing. It's not just. See, this whole philosophy of basically, well, I'm going to, he should do this. He should do that. He should conduct himself this way. He should say, oh, I don't like the way he said this. I don't like the way he said that. It's like that one guy on Mott Street. You can t- complain about him all day long. You could cry. But until you get the muscle together or the might or the know-how to move him out, that's the only thing that counts. We can cry and complain all day long. Okay? But until you guys galvanize and get yourselves together right. to actually get him out of office, that's the only thing that's going to happen. And I'll tell you right now, there are two people who could really beat Trump. Bernie Sanders is not one of them. But I'll tell you who can beat Trump, Tulsi Gabbard. A woman of color, oh, a woman know. who served. Could you imagine him debating her? He, I love the Don Gabon. 
He's Donald Trump. He's who I chose. But if I'm going to be honest, which I try to always be, Tulsi Gabbard would eviscerate him the way she did Kamala Harris on the debate stage. How's her campaign going? Because for some weird reason, the Democrats who are all inclusive can't seem to get around this woman of color who served our country, who only tells the truth. I agree. For some weird reason, we can't seem to do that. And these are the progressive, good, non-racist people. Who's the other person? I mean, who wound, who's who's left on the Democratic stage now? Are there any brown people? Are there yeah. any of the Spanish candidates? Oh, no, yeah. they're all gone. What about the black guy from Newark? Oh, my God, he's gone, too. I mean, what about the black chick Yang? from the West Case? So you, who's really the you racist? You can argue Yang. You mean Asians, everyone's favorite model minority that uh, they try to model off of? Okay, devil. Which is not even a true thing that they actually say. And the fact that every single time that they show Andrew Yang, they always pick some other Asian dude's picture? Go check out Don't Walk Worm Pr- Productions. On their video they just dropped two days ago, they still put the wrong picture for Andrew Yang. CNN put the wrong picture for Andrew Yang Look, I'm just going to say one thing. I'm just going to say one thing. The Democrats are no more well put together or less corrupt than the Republicans. I don't think anyone's saying that. No. I think both parties are completely and utterly full of garbage. Yes. But here's where I make my decisions. I make my decisions based upon feeling, based upon what I believe somebody will accomplish, based upon track record. Yes, feeling and emotion do go into it. And if I'm and if you're saying, well, why are you getting so offended when somebody doesn't say something like this? Let me tell you something. Who was the first president of our country? It was that black guy from New York. Correct. Who was the first, quote unquote, recognized president of our country? Mm. Uh, why don't you just answer these questions? Why don't you just tell me? Okay, so the entire point I'm trying to make is this. They're supposed to be the best of us. At least that's my view, right? Right. And I feel that when you're speaking to other people, there's ways to do it, especially when you're in that role. And do you know what? Yes, he sounds like every other American. I don't want to elect every other American. No offense. No, I don't. I'm taken. You see, so to me, when somebody speaks like that, sounds like that, acts like that, you just has to like delete it. tweets, has to always turn around on everything he says, has to have his team play cleanup for him every five minutes. To me, that sounds like somebody who really can't keep himself together enough to lead. He's went through more staff members than any other president in recent time. Yeah. Um, he hasn't appointed every is. job. He's appointed a lot of judges. That's great. Um so there are things that he's done that are okay. By the way, I will say this. I never liked the Iran deal. The Iran deal was a joke from the beginning, and we were right to pull out of it. That was a correct move. Killing Soleimani, everybody wants to say, oh, that was such a terrible thing. He did terrible thing. He did. That man was responsible for killing lots of Americans. If the American army didn't kill him, I'd be surprised. That's not something that's completely Well, but off. the way that it's, you know, this the is. The way that it happened, the yes, point but I'm not is, surprised it about. It was very ham-fisted. Let's but put I'm it not that surprised it was, about it happening is my point. What I'm saying is the way that he goes about his job, goes about you don't like it. his it's office. It you, don't, you don't like it. No, I don't. You don't like it. Okay. And that's it. No, because okay. it's hey, because there's too much collateral damage from when he does that. And we have to it's bear the repercussions. Because he has now, he put, Iran was in a situation where they were protesting the government, things were going on. That stupid move just unified everybody in Iran to hate Americans again. That's actually you incorrect, can, thank God. That's incorrect. You can, thank no, God that's, that's wrong. Not, that's not no, 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 no. He was considered a national hero. No. No, he wasn't. 
The thing is, he was actually I don't know. Uh, no, he was wasn't. A, he was actually feared by his own people, and they actually the protest started after he killed him. Okay. They said so. This is again this part when the media starts going, "Oh, the great military leader." Hey, we I want to, I want to, I want to build on what you were saying before, but I really want to hear what you were saying before about what's the, exactly the collateral damage that is done by this president that is a detriment to this country. All right, the, the collateral damage. Let's let's leave it to the Iran situation, and then we'll go on to other situations. Because I feel like when we talk about these let's collateral just, damage, let, okay, okay. large macro questions, we move out to that. Right. Let's get it straight into that. You don't need American up. bases hit straight away after you do something like that, okay? Because you're putting American lives in danger and uh, unnecessarily. This guy, this guy needed to go. This guy needed to be taken sure. out. Sure. But you don't do it that way. Right. You well, do how it, do you, we do it? You well, do it on. you do it surgically. Well, like a missile and a boat. Absolutely a car, not a missile. No. That's Hold on. Can I say something? Missile. Can I say something? One clean shot with an ice bullet, he has a heart attack on his own done and How do you get somebody that close? Hold on. I can, pay, I can, we're we America, pay and we train people it. for that. Can I? Can I? Can we're I? Can I interject? Yes, can I interject? Has. Let me interject for like two seconds, okay? Last point. Number one, it was done surgically. I will say that he. It was him. I think he was the only casualty, or him and one other person were like the only the car real casualties. Okay, so that's first. It was done surgically. The there problem with the casualties. way that it was done. The problem with the way that it was done was it was the Iraqi prime minister inviting him to Iraq because he was supposed to be delivering some form of like message to negotiate with the United States or do something like that. And the prime minister of Iraq invited him to be in that airport, and then it was done. It was kind of done behind the Iraqis' backs. Therefore, we that led permission? Iraq to vote us out, our armies out of their country. Let me tell you something. America will never ask permission from anybody. And We're that's the big the dog. Problem. It's not a problem. We're the big it dog on the problem. Somebody has to be the we, big dog on the block. Somebody why does it has to take responsibility. Why does it always have to be us, though? Want to know why? Who do you want it to be? You want it to be China? You want it to be India? You want it to be Europe? We've no, been, thank you. We've the been Canada's doing got it. the cojones to we've do it. They don't. The only place that has the cojones to. I'm sorry, go ahead. We've been, we've been the world's policeman for a century now. It's time. So who? You're going to say hand it off to who? <sighs> Ooh, Hold on. I agree with you on that point. You can't hand it off. You can't end this can't train that we're on. Hand it off Let me just say this one thing. Had, we've been too ingrained into it. We're yeah, used to it. But we are used to it, and it is the only way the world doesn't blow each other up. I mean, everybody okay. thinks that we're the big bad dog, we're the big bad wolf. You know, it's the only way the world doesn't blow each other up, but at the same time, there's a different way we could go about doing it. Right. We don't necessarily have to use our friends' intentions of trying to make peace to kill somebody. That was the wrong way of going about it. Yeah, I'm right. gonna, I want to end on just like this one little note right just here. I want to ask everybody. Okay, just wrap it up. okay, guys, everybody here, you've traveled to other countries? Yes. yes. I've traveled extensively to other countries. Every single time I come back to America, I thank God. And it's not a cliche. It's not a joke. It's not anything. I've, I lived half my life in England. I lived half my life. Where, in, my mother's from Morocco. Okay. I go to these places. I visit them. I spent a year going all across Africa. America, hands down. Best nation. Are we perfect? Hell no. Do we have problems? Hell yeah. But best planet, best country on the planet. And if anybody wants to lead the world into this new millennium, it's going to be America. And it should be America. It's not going to be England. 
not going to be China. It's not going to be Africa. It's not going to be Australia. It's going to be America. And we should be damn proud of that. And we should actually want to perpetuate that going full steam ahead. Because somebody has to take responsibility, just like all my Christian friends says, for the evil in the world. And for you to take responsibility for the evil in the world, that means you have to act. And when you act, half the people are going to like what you do and half the people aren't going to do it. But at least you're going to be a man or a person or a woman or a fully actualized person. And you're going to act. You're going to do something. That's fine. You can act, but you don't do it stupidly. I don't agree you that don't, it was a stupid I do. move. Hey, I, it was a very stupid move. Gentlemen, because, so, because ladies you, and gentlemen, the host is talking. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have to just wrap this up real quick. Um, because, yeah. you know, Shane is like literally slamming into the glass right now. <laughs> so um, we'll just have to leave it on. We'll have to table this for like another time. But thank you so much for listening to Verbal Assault. This has been Joni Martinez. And hopefully next week we'll have Marquise back and we'll have a full entirely new set of spirited discussions. So just remember, love you last, miss you much. There's no excuses. We're across all the platforms. Verbal Assault, live stream. Love you last, miss you much. Catch you next week. We out.